You are listening to the Next Play Podcast, the playbook for high-performing leaders who want to exceed their full potential. From walking on the Ole Miss football team at 5'7", 150 pounds and earning a full D1 scholarship to coaching thousands around the world and working with massive organizations like IBM, I've learned countless lessons that I'll be sharing right here with you. Join me as I interview some of the most successful people so you too can learn how to focus on always moving forward by deciding, planning, and executing on the next play relentlessly. All right, what's up everybody? Good morning. Hope you're all doing well. It's a beautiful Monday morning and uh, I got something special, really special for all of you today. So what is up? How's everybody doing today? I want to give a quick shout out. Oh, cool. It looks like uh, we had a little update here too. What's up, Sarah? What's up, Brittany? What's up, Andres? What's up, Erica? Good to see you. What's up, Kyle? What's up, Sammy? What's up, Nicole? What's up, Mr. William Martin? Give me a shout out, guys. Shoot me a quick message. Um, I got a really special episode for you today. Um, what's up, Connor? I, okay, so, hey, what's up? Listen, you guys, shoot me a quick chat. Let me know that you're here. Let me know how you're doing. And I, and you already know how that should be anyways. But um, talk to me. I know it's different than the Zoom, the Zoom setting, but uh, I want to know how you guys are doing um, and ready for the week. So, um, got a really, 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 really exciting episode today. Um... What's up, William? Really exciting episode today. One that we've never done something like this before, but um, had a powerful realization over the past month or two and wanted to show you guys, like we, we do a lot of, of talking about how to do things and that's all well and good. But the real question is, how do you actually implement it? How do you actually implement it? And that that was kind of the big realization was, I, you, I want you to implement. I want you to do, right? Just like I'm sure you wouldn't be here and watching this if you didn't want to do. And so I'd, I wanted to find a way to really show you how to implement this with a real life example. So over the past two days, I've interviewed I've seven people, not interviewed, but I guess coached seven people. One of them is on this live today. His name's Andres Arbelaz. Um, he's been here from the very beginning and um, we did it yesterday. And so what's up, Ish? And so it was it it was really good session. It was kind of long, so I trimmed it to make it, it good for you. But I'm gonna show you how we found Andres's number one obstacle. Someone who's a top performer um, in sales, someone who's already transformed his body, uh, but wants to transform it more. And so, um, what's up, Brandon? What's up, man? Shoot me, guys, shoot me a message. Talk to me, y'all. <laughs> I got William Martin is the only person. Really? So, um, 
so okay so let me finish so so andres uh top sales producer um already has transformed his body although he hasn't transformed it to the level he wants to transform it um and we went on a mission to find out why he wasn't making as much as he is because he knows he knows dang right he should be making more and what's up what's up andres what's up brandon and he he just know like he knows he should be doing more he, or he can be making more he can have a higher role, um and he knows that he could do better in his health and and his relationships and that's where it really got deep. What's up, Ish? So happy you're here, man. Um, and so I'm gonna share with you this coaching session, and the reason I'm gonna share it with you is because. During this coaching session, you're going to listen to if you're, you're on your way to work like ish or whatever, and you're going to find yours. And, 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 and if you don't, I, I want you to send an email to success at relentlessuniversity.com. And I am going to do this for the for five more. I've already done seven, so I'm going to do five more. Um, but. I'd like to help you find yours, okay? Because when you're on these lives, when you're going through the courses, or when you're on the group coaching sessions, like you can implement, but until you solve this one problem, which is your number one obstacle, you're always going to struggle. You're always going to fall back. And so I'm going to share this, this coaching session with you. I hope you find yours. If you don't, send that email in and I will coach you. It'll take... Andres, it took a little longer because he knew the answers I wanted to hear, so I had to keep breaking him down. I trimmed it for you, by the way. Um, but for you, it, it typically takes me about 15 minutes to get to it and five more minutes to come up with a game plan after it, okay? So 20 minutes. So here's what I'm going to ask. I'm going to share this with you. I'm going to go quick. I'm going to share it now because we're already six minutes in, and I'm going to ask that you're patient. Please be patient. Um, it took Andres a little while to get to it, and it might take you a little while to get to it. But he had it. He found it, and it was a very big epiphany. And I want you to see that moment. And I want you to see it because yours might be very similar, or we might have to think to a place where yours was, okay? He knew the answers I wanted, so it was harder to get there. Um, he uh, he also was saying some things, and, and you'll notice this, and I... And Andres, you're listening to this, but there were some answers that he shared with me that he shared them with me because he didn't want to let me down. But I don't, I don't think that what he was truly thinking. Okay, so you'll you'll probably see those. Uh, but we did get to it. It was a big epiphany. It was really, really good, and it's really powerful. And I think Andres is already going to probably increase. He, he's going to do some things that are gonna that are gonna drastically change um, his life. So, um. And at the very, very end, we talk about real confidence and what it truly is. And I want all of you to have it. And it's really, really important. So make sure you do that. So I'm going to start this right now. Comment questions. I am here live. This is a recording from yesterday, but I am here live. So I want you to comment, ask questions, talk about it, share with me your thoughts. I'm here. I'm in the messages. I'm present. Um, but this this wasn't live. This is recorded from yesterday. So let's rock and roll. I need you all to quick comment once I get this started and just share with me that you can hear it and we're good to go. So let, let, let's get this party started. And, and making that better. But uh, the, the one thing, at least I can tell myself, at least I'm admitting to myself, I'm not as consistent 
as I would like to be, you know? And I think what most people struggle with is being honest with themselves and they just make excuses. They blame every, every, their environment around versus looking at themselves and go, okay, we, it's me. It's not the people around me or, or the environment around me. Mm. Okay. So, so let's talk about that then for a second. Cause I, I, I agree with you hundred percent. So, um, consistency has been, uh, derailed because of kids, right. Um, yeah. So having- my daughter, my daughter started soccer, right. And, uh, so she has soccer practice Mondays and Wednesdays and I never thought I'm like, oh, okay, but I want to be there. Right. And I didn't thought of, okay, you know, go on the road. It, it hurts, but now I know, Hey, I'm going to be, cause Mondays are like my in office days. I am going to try to go out locally in the, in the office after our lives on Monday, um, just to try to build more in-person visits and then Tuesday hit on the road. So I'd at least be able to see one of my daughter's soccer practice. And then she understands, Hey, daddy has to work to provide for the family. I won't be there Wednesday, but I'll be back for the game on Saturdays. Right. So I, I never thought, you know, I'm, my daughter is going to be eight in September as a parent. I never thought like when my old, when my peers from my old company would be like, Oh, I mean, I hate missing my kids practice. And I'm thinking really it's just practice. Like I could understand a game, but now I get it. You know, first time parent, first time being, a kid in, in, yeah. in sports you, you, until you realize it or, or experience it, you just don't understand. Right. Do you think that if you were more consistent, you would be making more at this point or have a, a different role or maybe I, I think what the, where the consistency would play into, I would have more of a streamline of like they ask, Hey, who are your top, t- top 10 prospects? And when do you think you could close them? Right. I would have more of that streamline. So it keeps piggyback on me, picking piggyback on each other. Therefore, uh, you're, you're bringing a new business, which in essence you, in my world, we were making more because we're bringing in more uh, finance. Yeah. And so that's where I need to, that in the, in the follow-up from like these good prospects, right? I do a good job following up once or twice, but I, I'm bad uh, three or four or five times, you know? Sometimes you gotta keep being relentless until you, they just tell you, please don't, don't contact me anymore. Yeah. You know? So so you know what to do. You're like, you, 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 we talked about consistency and then you just gave me a plan of how to attack it. You talked about following up and then you said you're good at these two things, but you're not so good at four or five and six, right? Correct. Um, but you know what to do, right? Oh, I, I absolutely. I, I plan my days out. It, it's just being me being more disciplined and understanding you can't let it outside interference. If something comes up, Hey, I have to be on this trip or I have to go on, go see agents and do it. Okay. So, so here's my question. Why have you in the past allowed out? If you know, you're going to make more, right? Why allow outside interference and deter you from? It's a plain and simple complacency. I'm doing well, making more money than I've ever made, you know, just not having that relentless mindset every day, you know, having it 
17 days out of the month instead of 30, 31 days. And so for me, I think if you become more consistent and I have that mindset for 30 days. Okay. So, so why are you, why are you complacent? Honestly, I think human nature fights that all the time. Why are you complacent? I I don't know why I I get complacent. You know, I I honestly don't know. If you did know, Andres, why are you complacent? If I did know, is that I, 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 I sometimes ask that myself. Why do you let yourself get complacent? And I haven't figured that one out yet. And that's why I'm like, that's why I figured getting that uh, picture and putting it in front of me to always have that reminder. You know, sometimes you wake up, you're tired or, you know, and it's just like, you don't feel like working, I guess, or taking it easier because our job is a grind. You know, I went and was relentless for a week. I was out of town for a full week, saw 50 agents, five days. You know, and it, to try to do that every week, it's not easy, right? So you got to find the balance of not not being overly relentless, but being relentless and being consistent. And that's where my biggest hurdle is. And I'm hoping to come get over that hurdle here in the next month. When you first started out, did you have like, were, did you have a lot of failures in sales? Like a lot of rejections, a lot of failures. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, Dennis Paul's, um, our old boss, he's a, a mentor to me now. Yeah. He, he just re he, he helped me grow so much as a person, um, as a coworker, as a leader within our organization, in my opinion. And, uh, just seeing sales from a different point of view, you know, what people don't realize is people want to talk about themselves, you know, so you got to do a better job of listening and asking the right questions when you're selling and what's important to that person. Mm -hmm. Right. And the other thing is not every person you talk to or potential client is the right fit to do business with. And that's okay. And so, yeah. So, so as far as your, your complacency, you, you, in your career, you've had a lot of past failures, a lot of, um, things that a lot of rejections, um, and I'm sure you had quite a few negative people along, along the journey. Is that right? Uh, you know, uh, negative people along the journey. I can only think of really one boss at Disney who was, who was just not very pleasant. It could be clients. It could be colleagues. It could be people around you concerned of what you think or what they think. Excuse me. Yeah. You know, at times I think we struggled as a team when Dennis left, you know, and being negative was easy you know, and having conversations with you and Dennis is look at the positive. Don't dwell on the negative. Yeah. So, so as far as, um, complacency, I mean, if that's what we need to get down to Andres is what's causing that. So we have to really get real with that when you're feeling complacent. Okay. What are you thinking about? Relaxing. Okay. What else? Why, why do you want to relax? 
if most people that know me know it's like I have this go 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 I just don't stop right and and I and I am testing my limits I push my body to the extreme when it comes to fitness when it comes to golf um and even work right and so sometimes if you I reach that breaking point it's like okay I need to to relax for a day or two and that's where I think the complacency sets in but when you're relaxing, what are you thinking about? What am I, when I'm relaxing golf, <laughs> golf is my outlet getting better at golf. Do you think you deserve more? Do you think you deserve to make more? Oh, I know what my value is. And no, no, no. right now oh, you absolutely. deserve to make more absolutely okay so you d- you feel you deserve to make more but you're not making more and you're not making more because you're complacent you're right yeah okay does that make sense to you though why are you complacent it's not to relax i, I like i said for me it's i, I don't i just think maybe i over i push myself sometimes and then and my body's tired, you know, I think maybe I not push it as hard. I don't, I don't know. Andres, is that, is that an excuse? Probably. Okay. You got to push through it. It's not about pushing through it. It's about the fact, Andres, that you're, you feel unworthy of making a certain amount or having a certain level of success. Why? Because the excuses that you make, not being able to have time or I've got to take care of this thing or that thing or this thing come up, you're probably one of the best planners I know. Those are excuses because you feel unworthy. And you feel unworthy because every time you want to go after what you want, make more, whatever, um, you start focusing on all the past failures that you've had in your life and you don't want to go back to that. Yeah, that's probably right. Why do you say that? Oh, just you saying that makes me think, you know, our current leader, right? I've, I've done everything he's asked of us. I invest time in myself, you know, and on this account of you're my accountability coach, right? And the, the company didn't want to invest in that. And I, and that's where I feel I'm undervalued, right? Because I, I feel like I do help some of my teammates, you know, coach them and mentor them. And, and maybe that's where I guess I'm jaded a little bit, like you're saying. What do you explain that to me? that last part to me, what do you mean by that? I I don't understand why the company wouldn't invest in, in an accountability coach for one of their top performers because if I make more money, the company makes more money. Yeah. But, but, but why should you, why does it matter if someone else invests in you? Isn't it more important that you invest in you? No, absolutely. I, 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 I do it. I don't, I love to do it. I'm getting my money's worth and then some, mm-hmm. but when we, when you, you were saying you, you mentioned about value, right. But not, not, not from the company's perspective, from your perspective. Okay. There's, you feel unworthy. 
you feel unworthy of making a certain amount amount and it's causing you to be complacent and then make excuses as to why you're you're complacent so you're saying in my mind if i made number x that i'm i'm thinking i'm not worthy of making that money and that's why i become complacent more than that because you said you could be making more money right now much more so why aren't you I'm getting in front. I'm basically getting in front of myself and tripping myself up then. Right. And why are you doing that? (laughs) What are you scared of? Be honest. What are you scared of? What are you fearful of? Scared, fearful. Wow. I don't know if I'm scared or fearful. Um, to be honest with you, I just, I, I don't, I'm not scared to make more money at, or who would be scared, scared to make more money or wants to make more money. 99% of people. Really? Why wouldn't everybody make more? Not everybody wants to make more, but the the people that do, why can't they? they, They're comfortable in their lifestyle or however much. Right. So a small percentage of people that are comfortable, but everybody else who's, who does truly want more, but they won't admit it. They won't admit it because they're fearful of something. You tell me, you know me pretty well. What do you think I'm fearful of? Failure. you won't go all in on what you truly want because if you fail, it's going to suck. And you, and and at some point in your life, you, maybe you let your wife down or someone down and you don't want to let them down. Has that happened? Oh yeah. Who, who, who likes to fail? No one likes to fail. I'm too competitive. Second place is the first loser. Yeah. Oh, you know, I always want to be one or the best, you know, that's, that's just my mindset. Right. I guess maybe subconsciously it's affecting me and I'm not realizing it. What's affecting you being scared to fail. So let's talk about that for a second. Why would you be who, and it's okay, dude, like everybody feels this. So especially if it, if it could be a past experience with, you know, letting somebody down or like, why, why do you feel subconsciously that's there? I guess when I was at my prior job, I kicked butt and, um, and did what I needed to do. Right and brought in the clients made money and the president and them felt that I was starting to make too much money and they restructured our pay. And so I took a $20,000 pay cut and that hurt. Like I didn't go out on the road for a week. I was so angry. Like 
I would stay at families homes to save the company money. Yeah. I wouldn't even stay at hotels. I was doing every, like I always say to our sales, treat it as your own business. And I can't believe every, I've done everything they asked me to. And they did that to me. And I guess maybe if I start making too much money here, they would restructure my pay. And then here we go again. What happened when, after that happened, I know you said you took a week off, but what, what else happened? What did that family wise, where you live? Like what, what happened? My wife, obviously my wife, I vented to my wife and she was angry. She's like, what kind of, you know, company does that. You should look for another job. And I stuck through it. And then when they sold us to a competitor, they said, Oh, don't worry. You're going to have a job, but they couldn't tell us how we're going to get paid. And so I said, fool me once, you ain't fool me twice. And within a month of the announcement, I already had a new job. And I got, when I met Dennis and we were negotiating, I go, I need this amount. This is my value that I'm going to bring to the company. And this is what I'm worth. I'm making this amount, but I asked for more, right? I told them, you know, I was making this amount, but now I'm making this. So I feel like meeting in the middle is fair. And I exceeded that my first year. And so I guess the bank is getting more involved in our company. And sometimes you wonder like, do they think we're making, you know? And so it's like, I rather slowly progressively keep making versus all of a sudden, now I think you nailed it. That's probably what it is. What? That situation that happened to me about September of 2017. Cool. So how do you get out of this? Don't think it's a different company. Not everyone operates the same. Just yeah, but, but, but you, 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 you've been, you're not doing, you're not making what you are truly worth and you're not doing the things that you should be doing to make what you're truly worth because you don't believe you're worthy. So how do we get you to the point where you're worthy again? Because, because would you agree you're sabotaging your success? With complacency, yeah, of course. I got it, and I let interference, little interference. I, I would say my family interference get in the way, and basically, I just got to sit down with the wife, the family, and the kids, and go, "Hey, these are the expectations going forward. This is what I'm going to do." But are all those things an excuse to allow you to be unworthy? You. you do you feel like you're, you're creating excuses to allow yourself to be unworthy? Because if you create things that are more important than the thing that will make you more, and I'm not saying your family is more important. You need to, you're dedicate time to them. But if you're creating things that are more important than the actual thing that you're going after, then you're just going to constantly say, these are the reasons why I can't get that. And you're going to just 
use that ex- these things as an excuse to feel unworthy. So you're just, no matter what happens, your kids could be gone on a vacation for three months and you're going to come up with new things to replace that, to procrastinate and be too busy so that you don't have to do the things that you need to do in order to make more because you don't feel worthy. So the, the root problem is what? I, that, that I don't think I'm worthy. <laughs> yeah. You don't think you're worthy. And so, so why, unless, so why do you feel like you're unworthy? I, I don't know. Why would you said it. Cause every time that you can do more, right. You start focusing on what you think about what relaxing. Yeah. But well, yeah, that too. But what do you think about that past? What? A past experience that happened to me. Which was a what? It sucked. Right, but it was a what? It was a failure. Yeah, it was a failure. And so you're creating, you, you're you unworthy because you're focusing on past what? Failures. And not and, and what is that doing to your future success? What are sabotaging you doing? It. You're finding excuses to sabotage it. Would you agree? Sure. And you'll always just replace them with new ones until you solve the the underlying challenge. Got it. What do you think? No, I agree. You're you're right. So what do we do? Because you can, you can train till you're blue in the face, but how do we solve that? Stop making excuses and, Thinking about the past. So how do you stop thinking about the past? Start having the mindset of what's next. It's a damn good mindset, bro. What does it matter? I mean, do you believe you're worthy, Andres? Damn right. Cool. So do past failures have to stop you from being, from getting what you want? saying we're, we're fearful, we're not, we're fearless and actually being fearless are two separate things. You are fearless, but subconsciously you're very fearful. No. Yeah. And I agree agree with that because, because of what we've discussed here recently. Here's what I want to know, Andres, if you were, worthy and you truly believed you were worthy, where would you be right now? Where would I be right now? Yeah. What, what would you, what would you have achieved? What would you look like? What would you feel like? How much would you make? What would, what job would you have? Would you have a different I job? Have, I would have been the national sales manager for our team when Dennis left. And I'd be mm. making 50, $60,000 more than what I'm making now. Cause you're, cause you're way better than the person that's in that role. Oh, I, I believe so. Absolutely. Damn. So, so what is next then? Stop making excuses and stop thinking about the past failures. 
Cool. So how do we execute what's next? Honestly, I think you got to take it a day at a time. I'm going to go to golf, you know, the successful golfers don't start thinking several holes down. It's what's the next swing, the next putt and give you a hundred percent focus on that. Be able to plan, but just focus on the next increment. And for me then is I know I plan day by day, but maybe I need to do a small overview of my week. Therefore it's set in stone. Cool. Beautiful. So you would be, so instead of just being where you were, you would be the national sales manager. Correct. What else? Not just at work, but what else? Oh, I would have never gained however much weight I gained for COVID. I let that slide, you know. I I remember two months ago I couldn't fit into I could only fit into one work pants, you know, and then I said, Oh hell no, no more. Mm-hmm. But now I can fit in I can fit into what these wedding shorts. Why? I made the dedication and commitment to eliminate sugars, go do what works for me and, and make sure I I work out at least three times a week. And I'm up to four, you know, running four times a week or lifting four times a week and running three times a week. I've yet to miss the thing I'm most proud of is last week. I ran one more time just because according to my watch, it did not hit my achieved goal. And I could have easily said, eh, it's the first time I missed it. No big deal. But I said, no, I want my yes. So I ran, I ran on the treadmill on purpose because I know what speed you got to set it on. And I even increased the speed on the last half mile. What else would you be if, if you didn't focus on past failures? Probably all around better husband, better dad, better coworker. What would that look like? Better husband, better dad. Better communication with my wife, better patience with my daughters, listening better to my coworkers. What, What would happen if you had better patience and communication? But better patience with your wife and communication with your daughters. Less bickering. What else? Uh, with my daughters, if I had better patience. Probably you said less. better patience with your wife. No, more patience with my daughters. Oh, more. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not a very patient person, and when they don't listen. You know, when you ask them to do something for the fifth time, sometimes I just lose my mind and speak a little louder and speaking louder doesn't do anything. Anything else? No, I think that's about it. Okay. So, so moving forward, your, your plan is 
that anytime you start focusing on past failures, you're going to do what? Not think about it, not make excuses and just think what's the next thing I need to do to be successful. So just refocus your mind. Present moment. So, so, so the, the second you start thinking about past failures, you're going to start thinking about what? My wins, my successes. Okay. But what, what, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to think about right away? Got to stop that thought. Okay. You could feel it. Right. And then do what focus on what? Focus on that present moment on what I need to do. Yeah. The next play. You're going to focus on your next move. Correct. Cool. I want that for you. Cause I think, you know, you can have and be so much more. It's not about having more. It's not about making more like that's all a byproduct of it, but it's about being a better person and like being, getting yourself in a place where, and this, this is an interesting thing. And I think you, you're, anybody can do this, but be in a place where at any moment, at any time to have real confidence, not like shoulders back, chest up, real confidence is the ability at any moment to make a decision or to do something or to go after something with, but knowing deep down, no matter what happens, you'll win. And it, and, and what I mean by that is not going after something and, and always achieving it, but going after something and trusting yourself with full force and not to be fearful because you know, you'll figure it out, whether it's winning at that thing or the thing over here or the thing over here, or wherever that road takes you trusting deep down that you will figure it out and you will win. So would you agree that most people and you're doing this are not truly going after what you can and should have. And you don't truly trust from the bottom of your heart that if you did, you'd find a way to win. I think you do, but you're not doing it. That's true confidence. What do you think? Oh, I agree. What are you thinking about? What's next? I'm already thinking. No more excuses. That's what I was already thinking. Like my week. People say they want more confidence, but they don't really know it. They don't even know what confidence is. Confidence is the ability at any moment to go after something that you want and truly trust from the bottom of your heart that no matter what, you'll figure it out. How do we get you there? 
just by what you said, what's next? So I'm always thinking in that moment. The next play. It's the the solve. Well, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really glad that we talked and I, and I really, I hope that you, you're, you're the one person. I mean, there's, there's quite a few, but you're, you're the type of person that, that will execute and implement. So you've already changing your body. Um, and now it's time to continue to change your body, but also change your wealth and your income. Oh yeah. You already know what to do. I don't know how to do follow up four or five and six. That's the biggest bullshit ever, bro. <laughs> Andres, you could easily figure out how to create follow up four or five and six. Oh yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> Easy money. Exactly. You already know. That's the thing. It's like, Oh, well, I'll, I'll, you know, you can learn the technical of how to do this, this. No, no, bro. That's not what's stopping you. It's not, not how to do anything you already know how to do everything. Could you get better? Yeah. But what's really missing. Absolutely. Cool, man. All right. What's up? What's up everybody back here. Um, love the chats um that that was for real i mean that that is what this is all about that's uh, andres thank you for allowing me to share that um just by allowing me to share that andres you are making an impact on other people's lives and you could see it in the comments and um and for, for those that weren't able to make it today that are, are going to see the replay, um, they're going to get a chance to see that. That end piece right there, um, Andres had his moment where he figured out what in his past he was focusing on and what was holding him back. And then what he was going to do to, to get to the one place that we all want, which is, is true and real confidence. For you, whether it's fitness, whether it's wealth, whether it's relationships, Andres talked about all three. For you, it's it could it could be any of those. It doesn't matter. The idea is there's something in your past that's making you feel unworthy uh, for achieving what you want. And we didn't get into the nitty gritty in this video because it was already long of what Andres' next plays. He kept saying, "What's next? What's what's next?" But the idea is to execute the next play is about refocusing your mind from when you're thinking about past failures. The second you start thinking about past failures and all the negative things is to refocus your mind on what you can do next, which is your next play. What are you going to do? How are you going to do it? When are you going to do it by? And so now that you've been, we've been talking about this for the last however long, getting a chance to truly see it up front, how it works and how you can execute it is obviously so important. So um, thank you, Andres, for sharing that. And I, and I wanted to just show you guys what Andres, um, what Andres has, has done just in a very short period of time to his body. Um, he's working on his wealth, but I mean, just the, what he's done to his body, I think he's down 12 or 13% body fat. And we're about eight weeks away from a six pack. Like he, he's going to have that. Um, and as you can see on the call, he has 100% what it takes to do that. 
this, what we do here at Relentless University is not fitness, although I believe that health is critical to being a top performer, but it's all about at the end of the day, getting you the end result that you want. And for 99% of us, that's true, real confidence. True, real confidence is at any moment, the ability to make a decision and go after something, knowing that regardless of what happens and what challenges and what roadblocks come your way, that you will figure it out, okay? Not that you will achieve it, that you will figure it out. So, so for example, we had to move online, and in that moment, it was a very quick, boom, decision that we're gonna move online, and I know I'm gonna face tons of challenges and tons of issues and rejections and all these other things, and quitting and all you know all these other things that could happen to the business but i knew with with a without a doubt that regardless of what happens i'll figure it out and get an end result it's the same thing at old miss i went to old miss playing with michael orr from the blind side and the same school eli manning and patrick willis and deuce McAllister, all these guys went to and i just knew at some i didn't know how or what but i knew with all the challenges and everything i'd figure out a way to win and that's what I'd like for you to get to that point. Not fake confidence where you wear cool clothes and show cool purses and all the BS that no one cares about. True confidence is having that ability to do go after something and knowing no, without a shadow of a doubt, you'll figure it out. And that's letting go of your past and feeling worthy. So uh, today was a very long live, but I appreciate all of you being here today. I hope it made an impact to you. I want you to have this. I want you to find your roadblock and your obstacle uh, because you deserve more and that's why you're here. So um, like I said, if you're still having trouble figuring out what's yours, send an email to success at relentless warrior or success at relentlessuniversity.com um, and just write in there, um, find my roadblock in the subject line and we will reach out and schedule a time to have a Zoom call with you as well. Um, thank you all for being here. I hope you have an amazing, powerful week. Um, and I will see you all next Monday morning. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Next Play Podcast. If you liked the show, make sure to leave us a review. For more resources, visit relentlessuniversity.com or download the free Relentless University app. And if you're interested in having me speak at your next event, visit RelentlessRitchie.com. Until next time.